Well, uh, program director, thank you for really stay, staying the staring or sharing this meeting so very well. My greetings goes to the MEC for education. Thank you very much, Madam, for coming. We really appreciate your presence. Our ambassador from the state of Qatar, thank you very much, Excellency, and your wife for really honoring us. As we speak, I normally speak to almost 124 ambassadors. I'm responsible for the whole of Africa. I'm responsible for the whole of the Middle East, where Qatar is. I'm also responsible for the whole of Asia, where China is. So, so now, we are trying our best to make South Africa a very, a very acceptable and a good and peaceful country to the world. That is our job. Our job is really to move around and sell you. You are in the market. You are in the market. So when we arrive to a country, we must tell a country what is the district of Vembe good in. We need to explain even things that you didn't tell us. We need to explain and make you good and at the end of it to say, of course, Vembe is a rural district. About 70% of the citizens are staying in a rural area. The 30%, most of them are the middle class people. We don't have high class. The only high class we have, we can count few commercial farmers who are almost high class. So that's how we explain you. And we always say, people of Vembe, they are good, respecting. I think the ambassador has seen that when you speak about the name of the king, we kneel down. Eh? Yes. So that, that's the culture of the area, Excellency. So colleagues and uh, the student and counselors, principals, MMC, our police who are present here, we really appreciate that we managed to be here with the ambassador. Of course, the ambassador has finished his stay in South Africa. He's going to finish this month. But he felt that I can't just finish because I have made relationship with South Africa. Then he asked us, where can I finish my job? Then I said, yeah. And he is here because he's appreciating the working relationship that South Africa had with Qatar. And Qatar has got similarities with South Africa. Remember, in 2010, we hosted the Soccer World Cup. Very successful Soccer World Cup in Africa. 
So now, when Qatar was bidding to host, we as South Africa, we stood up and said, no, they can't do it. They can't do it. So they were given their host. They were hosting the World Soccer last year, 2022, a very successful World Cup. Which means our relationship is always similar, but we're helping each other. Qatar is a very peaceful country. It has went to difficulties like we did in South Africa. In fact, they had a problem of even being blockade to say Anindulila. They had to stay in their country, being frustrated by another country who blocked them not to leave Qatar. But because they have a history with us to say each and every problem that we have in the world or in the countries, we need to dialogue. We need to discuss. We need to be sit down on the table and discuss. Well, there were no bloodshed at that much that they forced themselves out, but they had to make sure that they dialogue because most of the time when we use force and violence, we destroy things that we love the most. South Africa has an opportunity to fight the enemy. Remember, we have trained people. We, we had people that have joined MK. Russia have trained our people. Many countries have trained our people. We were ready to fight. But our leadership said, no, 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 no. Because fighting will make us to destroy what we have. And after we win the fight, which office are we going to get in? So we'll not have an office. And at that time, we'll not have even the money to build the office. Because every, the whole world and the banks will say, I, I, fighting people can't give them money. What if we give them money, they build offices, they fight again. So our leaders were very, 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 very advanced in terms of making sure that we don't run away from South Africa. Where are we going to run to? Because all these other countries are running to South Africa. So where are South Africans going to run to? So we didn't have space where we will run to. So negotiations are the issues that made us to be here. Of course, we don't have everything. So our duty is really to say to the world, South Africa is an open country. Please come and invest. Come and create jobs. Come and take our product that you don't have in your country so that we trade, we get money, we develop our countries. So that's our responsibility. Our office is an office, I, can, I cannot say is the deputy president's office, but we speak on behalf of the president. We speak on behalf of the president. So we don't joke publicly. 
So that's what we have learned. That's why they said it's a diplomatic uh, office. So in a, in a diplomatic, you don't joke like, hey, uh, we need to kill so-and-so, you know, because they take it serious because you are representing the country. So now our ambassador has been saying to our students, we can be a diplomats. You can also study uh, international relations at universities and become diplomats and be sent to different countries and represent the president as the, the, the ambassador has been indicating that. He is representing the president of Qatar in South Africa. So everything that he is doing is the president doing. So even ourselves, when we go out, even our ambassadors that are in different countries, they represent our president. They represent the country. Of course, when we represent you, some of the things we don't ask you. Because we, we thought that you understand our policy. That we are a peaceful country, so we fight for peace. So if there's any fight anywhere, we must come in and help them to sit on the table and resolve their problems. So that's why we are here. Now, both of us, myself and the ambassador, we like education. It just happened that we like education, both of us. We like progress from the young people. In Qatar, there's a, a city called Education City. There's a city called Education City in Qatar. You will find all universities, technicons, and it's, it's a city. So everybody wants to study, get to that city and study. So in that city, there's nobody who's just moving around or drunk. You know, we, we, we don't like liquor in, in, in Qatar. Yeah, they know, they know that uh, we said you can't drink at the stadium. We'll put a space to say, go and drink there. Yeah, then you come here, you watch soccer. If you want to drink, you go there. You know, the people were traveling, eh? We're traveling because you know South Africans. Yes. So, <laughs> so, so now, th there's no lingering around. They've opened opportunities for South African young people to go and study there. And when you study in the outside country from South Africa, it is because of our good relation with that particular country. So you have got an opportunity to go and study in Qatar. The people that we are going to award with laptops are the people that have performed in this second quarter. They have performed very well. That's what the principal are saying. They have performed very well at MEC from number one, even if there are 10 classes of grade 12 but there's number one up to 10. So we said with the ambassador, we need those ones. MEC, we're going to track them until January when they receive their final results. <laughs> to see whether they are progressing. 
So there's a lot that we have done with the, the state of Qatar through our ambassador. In our constituency there, you also come and help us. We have got an old age home there. You contributed, you bought them fridges, you bought them food, blankets, you know, last year during Mandela Day. The state of Qatar also helped us. Remember, we had floods in KZN. So the state of Qatar helped us, gave us medication, because when people are staying in community hall, there are diseases that can happen there and all that. They help us to give us medication, to give us food for the people, and all things that are needed for people who are displaced by the floods. The state of Qatar also contributed to a clinic at Umvezo, where President Mandela is coming from. He bought them cars, they bought them mobile clinics, we hand over those things to the rural clinic because Mveso is just the same area like this where President Mandela is coming from. So now I'm trying to say they are very keen to support people who are very serious about their lives. You heard the ambassador saying there are things that you can correct which are regarded as a problematic area in the report that you have from your schools. Issues of teenage pregnancy. What is this rush? What is this rush? I'm from a rural area. I was raised by a grandmother who, was, who never worked but he was getting a social grant bi-monthly. Remember that time, the social grant during apartheid, you were getting it now in July, you will get it in September. You know now. In, in, which, which means in a year, they get a grant six months only. But that grandmother managed to raise me. And I didn't, I didn't really disappoint my grandmother. My prayer was always, let my grandmother live until he see his fruits from me. Let my grandmother live until he sees her fruits from me. Every time, I was not praying for myself to pass at school, but praying for my grandmother to live so that he must see me to be a better person, you can still make it. You can still make it. I make it in a dust area like this, where there was no rooms for girls and boys who were sleeping together because their house was small. But we always say, we wake up there, we go to school and pass. We didn't have shoes. You are lucky you have got shoes. We didn't have shoes. Even it was winter or summer, we were walking a long distance, kilometers to a secondary school. So others vanish 
between home and secondary school. But we managed to reach the secondary school and pass. I never sat at the university. I only sat at the teacher's college because it was available. But I never had an opportunity to sit at the university, but I was studying in correspondence with the University of South Africa, studying and working, raising my brothers and sisters who are younger than me, making sure that there's food in the house. So now, if I'm here, now I'm called the deputy minister. It has not just happened. It was a step. And the step is so difficult. There's a time when you can see that it is dark now. But you said, no, if it is dark, then when you are in a church one Sunday, then the pastor says, in fact, when it becomes dark, it means the light is just nearer. Then you go back and think, yeah, it means uh, it will be better. So we're living with hope. I never tested liquor because I know and I saw my friends whom they had parents, mothers and fathers. Others, they've got shops in their homes. Others, they've got parents that are working in mines and so on and so on. They were drinking. I'm their leader now. I'm their leader now because, and they know, and they know, even the ones that said, try a bit, they now said, hey, you helped yourself, man. Can you see now, we couldn't get education, we couldn't go do this, we couldn't do this, because we're forcing you to try a bit. But why are you so resistant? I said, I know poverty. I know hunger. And hunger, no one will come from heaven and liberate you from the poverty in your family. But one of a member of the family must do that. And it is you. It is you. You know, in every family, it might happen that there's no one who have reached grade 12 in your family. You are the first one. Don't feel shy. God has just created that there must be a first one in this family. And when you realize that you are the first one, please push forward. Because now you have got a blessing from God that you are the first one. So I was the first one to pass my trick. In my family and in the street where we are staying, I was going to school up to the level that the mothers around the area, they were asking me, but you, you don't see the boys. Why boys are not seeing you? Because their, key, their, their children here, they are out of school, they have dropped, they have got kids, they have got, you know. So I felt like if, if I would have a child, while we don't have enough food for ourselves here with our grandmother, what is it that this child is going to eat? You know? That's the question that you can ask yourself.
So here we are. I've got children. Got children when I was working, standing, knowing what I want. My parents never had cars, but I managed to buy cars. Not car, cars. Because that's why that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. When I was growing up, I wanted every time when I look at a lady driving a car, I said, one day, one is one day. I'm going to drive a better one, like more than this one. Or they're still driving Toyota. I'm not going to drive Toyota. That was my debate. You must prophesy yourself. Yeah, but if you always said, eh, Minanga, yo, I can't, yo, yo, I can't do this. You prophesying yourself negatively and you'll receive that. So prophesize yourself. People must say you're a dreamer. It's okay. If you said I'm going to build a, a double-story house, that's your dream. It's okay. You must dream. You must dream. And every day tell yourself I'll be living second floor in my house. You must always say that. People must take it a dream and later they will visit your house. Then you said, you know, here is the second floor that I was speaking about. 40 years ago, this is the second floor I was speaking about. Now I have it, but after 40 years, because this is the things that I wanted. So now we are going to give you these laptops. Don't sell them. I know you don't have money. I know you need money, but money is not something that you can just wake up and say, I need money. Our government has done it well because during our time, we didn't have food at school. We didn't have food at home. Can you imagine? You go to school, you don't eat. You go back home, there's no food. Everywhere, there's no joy. But we are sitting in that parliament to say we had difficult times ourselves. Please, we are now government. Let's give children food at school. Let's give children free education at, high, at, at, at secondary school, at primary school. Let's give them free health services. Others are deformed of our age because polio was deforming people. Because we didn't have clinics around. So the government of South Africa now is putting clinics free of charge. You go to the clinic. But we discourage a child to go to the clinic and go there for testing of pregnancy and you are pregnant now. So says Kalin, Ufolenabo Mama. A child will have a child. So who is the child between the two? We're confusing the parents. How can, how can as a mother now, I've got a child, has got a child. When I said I'm, I'm looking for my, my children, which one? Here. Can I say I'm looking for this one? But this one is not mine, it's for this one. I know, man. We are contradicting the family line. Let's not do that.
we have hope that children from rural areas, they know what they want in life. We are the witness, we are living witness ourselves. So we're not just giving you these laptops because Qatar has got a lot to give, you know, giving anyone. No, I can decide to take it anywhere. I can decide to take it to my school where I was educated. But I feel I can't decide to take it to my side because I know sides where leaders must come from. This is the side. This is the side. Of course, I will be always be here because this district, I'm the champion of this district, appointed by the president. So now, a champion of a district is going around with a shambok and driving around, finding anyone on uniform at 11 o'clock. You must account, because there's no school that is out at 11 o'clock. Even at 10 o'clock, there's no school. So a champion will always do that. I will stop my car, and one, two, three, then I get to the car, I move. Because I can't trace you where, where you are standing, but I trace you on the uniform that you are wearing. So now, we want to make this district the best district in South Africa. I was here during COVID. I was here during COVID. We were discussing issues with the Department of Health. We were making sure that people have got masks, have got sanitizers. We were making sure that all the schools are sanitized. When there are people that have got COVID, teachers with COVID, we helped. Here we stand now. So now, we have missed COVID. It has missed us. It's a killer disease. It has missed us because the district municipalities and all our municipalities were always holding meetings about what is happening there. What is happening there? The police were telling us that during lock lockdown, Hey, the families were fighting because they were tired to look to each other every day, just to, just to look to each other because there was no liquor and there was no movement going around. So for the first time, we had to look to each other face to face and others were not used to look after their kids because their aunties, their aunties are locked down at home. So everybody is remaining with its own kids. So, so now, here we are. We are saying to you, you can be better. We know that it's not only you that are performing the best, or it's just accidentally that you are top 10. But make up your mind, start to study now, so that we want to see you getting bachelors. We want to see you coming to us to say, hey, where is this Qatar uh, education city? We want to go and study there. Their universities are teaching with all different languages. English is also there. 
So you are free to go there. Free of charge. South African government is so generous. It's taking people free of charge. Even in any university around, there's this money that is called NSFAS. You know it, dang it. You know NSFAS. That you are going to apply in October yourselves because you are going to get a bachelor. Yes, in October you start applying because you are going to get a bachelor, preparing that when you get your bachelor, now you get to the university, then you phone or you write back to NSFAS to say, I have passed, I have been accepted to this university, then they send the money to you. That money is not free money, it's our money, it has been cut to our salaries. It's our money. The president has cut from everybody who is earning in South Africa in government. The teachers, the nurses, the police, the soldiers, the counselors, everybody is our contribution. That's why we fight students when they go there at Boxer. They went outside at Boxer to say, hey, what is it that you want to buy? said, I want to buy this and that. I said, okay, give me the cash. Then I will pay with this coupon. I will take a shambok there. I will stand there at Boxer. Discourage all those people that are exchanging the money around that. So we want to thank you and thank the ambassador. Ambassador, really, we thank you. Our prayer is a letter that says we are, it's a mistake. You mustn't go back to your country. Please remain in South Africa. We're praying for it to come. We're praying for it to come so that we can do more.